Shows your tips, Daggy, and the returning Beaver with you to look at day one of the championships. What a cracker we've got ahead. Uh, you're just in time, Beaver. You excited for these cards? Yes, mate. Very excited. Um, pretty okay, pretty cool. sort of... Tri- <laughs> it's pretty tricky sort of feels. So I was just trying to think we're going to Bendigo, isn't it? And, oh, um, yeah. Well, Bendigo's yeah. also on, but... Um, at least one yes. of the cards is, is, uh, is well, it was pretty good getting stuck into, actually. It was very interesting meeting at Randwick. Yeah, pretty, very interesting meeting, actually. And, um, yeah, quite a tricky card, I thought. Definitely, um, yeah. Yeah, it was really hard to line up a lot of the form and uh, you had to dig pretty deep, but uh, hopefully we've got some winners there. Yeah, some international wild cards, some Melbourne, plenty of Melbourne form uh, coming from everywhere, so... It's exciting. Uh, we're heading to Roundwick for the first day of the Roundwick Carnival there. We've got three in a row coming up. And we kick off on a with a rail in the true. Should be a good track by this time tomorrow. Uh, all things being equal. Bit of rain forecast in the afternoon. I don't think it's anything scary. So we'll keep an eye on all of that. But I've treated it as um, a fair track for now. Um, the rain early in the week has meant not too much irrigation or anything. So uh, all good there. We get kick off with the 1100 metres a group two a group three in fact the kindergarten stakes for the two-year-olds beaver and how are you going to lead us off here yeah um not an easy way to start off the day we've got uh one start one win we've got barber stepping back to to uh this company and you've got a horse like Saltaire that's turned up and um, been racing in good company and and doing well and that's the way i've gone um, so I just thought around the $7.50 mark, Saltaire um, presents really well here. It was uh, a nice run in the Sweet Embrace uh, Group 2 last start and a couple of lengths off the winner. And prior to that, uh, it was close up behind learning to fly. Yeah. So the, the 9 and the 6 aren't as bad as what they look. Um, trialled super well for this. And I think it can run a really nice race third up. So I've got it on top. Um, but obviously the other two are uh, good chances. Yeah, very interesting race. I've stuck with uh, I've stuck with Libertad off the debut. Uh, I really like that debut. Just chiming in, did have you know, was probably in the right part of the track, but chimed in, ran away, uh, looked pretty impressive, and just leaning towards some fresh blood here. Uh, I think introducing uh, benefits here as well. Back to eleven hundred meters, got a bit lost up the straight there at Rose Hill, and was collared by Shinzo. That form looks all right now, uh, and maybe can run a race for you at a. A double figure price there, but a very interesting race. Like there's, there's tumbling wouldn't surprise me, Saltier wouldn't surprise me. Uh, so yeah, very interesting to see how we start the day and hopefully getting a bit of an idea of how the track's going to play. The second is the uh, Group Three Carbine Club Stakes over the mile for the three-year-olds, and Osipenko's come out to go to the Doncaster. I am going to stink with uh, with, it, with it coming out. I think Glinter Silver's flying. I think it's going really well, this prep. And uh, rolls forward from the outside gate, gets uh, control here with Zoe's Promise, who did return uh, well, as I sort of hoped it might last time, here, last time out. Rolls along here, and I think there's a bit of a tail on this field. I don't think there's much else away from that. Don't know about this import with Joe Marrero on for Waller. Uh, question mark there, the French filly and... Uh, Four for Cindy now out to a distance was very impressive and gets Purton, but uh, around the five bucks, maybe Glinda Silver's a good bet here, Beaver. What are you thinking? Yeah, I was 
I was looking at, at Glint of Silver and I was trying to find something to beat it and um, I really struggled. And I thought the $5 was pretty good value as well. My only concern was up to the 59 Yeah. Um, so that was that was the one thing I wasn't quite um, sure of. Um, but, yeah, I think it is going the best out of all of these in, in good company, you know, a length behind Sugotcha, who's a real-life chance in the Doncaster. Um, so that's a good run for a, a good run there and a good line for this. So I did have it on top, but um, close watch on the import, number 10, Garn Terrain. Yes. Terrain, however you say that. Um, I think it could run a nice race first up, um, so probably be uh, watchful of that and check any market moves. Yeah, I would have liked to trial to at least get an idea, but uh, she's scary here. The third is the Chairman's Quality, 2,600-metre group to uh, everyone lobs in here again, or at least stay as Beaver. Can you separate them? Oh, yeah, this is tricky, isn't it? Um, really, really hard to separate here. Look, I've, I've gone for Almania. Um, I think it's just it's been going really well. One one well, two starts back, and there was a lot to like about last start. They all sort of five and hit the line together within a length. Um, that was a pretty good run, and that was sort of uh, up to the twenty four hundred there. Steps up here to the twenty six hundred, which you know it has had nine starts around this distance and only around two placings. But um, the last start suggested it could it could run really well. Um, so I think it's going to be hard to beat. Um, yeah, and I also thought Verb, not Verb, uh, could run a really good race. Um, it's been in good form from New Zealand, uh, ran a really good second in the Auckland Cup uh, last start um, and has run well in, in Australia before, so it's the main danger to Almania. I um, I spent longer on this race than I probably should have, but uh, I, I end up with the same answers. I, th- I like the fact that Almania was uh, hitting the line first time to 2,400 metres when somewhere... We're going backwards, uh, so I have gone with it on top as well. Uh, like the draw here uh, from Raging Bull, who finished alongside it and is what twenties still, big price. And um, I agree with Nerve, not Verve. Showed pace over in the Auckland Cup, led them up. Was only nab late. Uh, won this race last year as well. Uh, comes over here and leads a, a race without a lot of pace in it. I think Sacramento's the only other. Real pace horse in the race. So, uh, yeah, I came up with, as I said, the similar answer there. Uh, so, interesting, we're on the same same page. Uh, a horse like Asterix is one I'll throw into the early quaddy just because it's uh, Mickey D in some different form. As we get to race four, the 2,000-metre Phillies Group 3, Adrian Knox. Uh, why, would you, why would you have sent Prowess home when it could have taken on half this field in Oaks next week and won by, well... Two straights, really. Uh, this is an average. This yeah. is a benchmark sixty-five here, and uh, well, three old fillies form a lot of times just the lowest of the low. Once we get to this stuff, so struggled a little bit to map it. I've got, um, I've ended up putting Mandalasa on top, coming up here from the right stable, getting uh, Tom Marquin rolls forward and uh, might have plenty of upside. It's about eighteen bucks. Goes on top from me. Uh, just because I didn't find a lot else that really grabbed my interest out of the race brigade that we've seen in Sydney. Premise uh, has been nice both starts in Goulburn, and that form probably doesn't miss the mark too far. Here. Uh, Gosford, sorry, doesn't miss the mark too far here. Gets the right run. Main danger, and again, a horse like Candy Love um, might have the best turn of foot, and um, it's an average race, all at odds, but I just felt a bit sick doing this race. What did you think? Yeah, I was a bit the same. It was... Um 
really, really hard to line up the form. I just thought the favourite, um, given its recent form, looks the clear pick here. I know it's only been racing in in pretty average company, but um, beat him quite easily. And this is, as we said, a pretty average race. Um, it looks the one on the way up. And uh, I thought, given based on its previous wins, um, looks hard to beat and was untested in a recent trial, just freshened up for this. And uh, I think it's probably too good for these. Okay, fair call. Uh, the fifth is the country championships final over 1,400 metres. Capacity field, a pretty good race, actually. Beaver, and am I, am I sounding the alarm for you? Ooh, I think it's a big chance, but I've actually gotten the four, Talbragar. Yeah. Um, I like its last two wins. They have been good. Um, sat on pace outside the lead last start and went away from him fairly comfortably. I think um, from gate 13, it pushes forward, uh, sits up near the pace here, and they're going it will be in front somewhere in the straight, and they're going to have to run past it with Jay Mack aboard. I think it might just have the edge and has the slight weight pull um, on the Masara train at Kasawa, so I've got it on top. Same. Again, I've, I've ended up with the same answers. That uh, Well, Tony Failure was in the Kosciuszko. Comes here, I think it's come back in good order. J-Mac's hopping on a uh, uh, running line run again. And most upside, nice turn of foot. It's going to run really well here. Uh, Akazawa, main danger. Uh, it does have Metro Wind to its name. And it was a nice return beating a uh, horse that's then come to town. And I've got third pick in Running Bear, uh, who qualified chasing Akasawa, then came to town and won at uh, Warwick Farm Wednesday, which is stronger form than most of these lead-ups. Uh, they're the three in order, and pretty keen the win is going to come from one of them. I think it's uh, a nice betting chance there. Uh, yeah, in, a ra- in generally, a company I'm not that keen to bet into. We kick off the Group 1s with the first, uh, with the English size, over 1,400 metres. For the two-year-olds, uh, generally the slipper is the right lead-up to this. Uh, is that how you're thinking? I think that's right. I think the, the, the slipper is going to be the right lead-up to this. Um, and for that reason, I've gone cylinder on top. Uh, it was an outstanding run in the slipper. Um, for I mean, the, the, the winner coming up the rails and getting a dream run there, it, it wins the race and it's drawn perfectly in four, looks to have the right run. 1,400 doesn't look a problem and um, it's clear on top uh, for me. Obviously, the new ones to this uh, this level, V8 and Brave Mead, have been flying, um, but they come up into meeting a pretty good horse here. And uh, two starts ago, V8 was only winning a, a maiden at uh, Pakenham. Uh, but it looks to have plenty of upside. The way it let down last start was pretty impressive, but 13, it's going to have to burn across and burn the candle at both ends. That may just tell over the 1,400 against a horse like Cylinder. I've got Cylinder on top too. You've covered off really well. Now I'll just spend too long talking about horses that are probably going to run fourth and fifth, but uh, you've you've covered off V8 too. Uh, and Amerk did come out of that race and win last week, we've seen. And uh, I will make a case at the price again for Militarise. It was overreacted to being snagged in the slipper, then got caught up with the four with uh, learning to fly. It then um, it comes here, Dundee or Colt, they would have had this penciled in thinking it's needs to get out to a trip. They've drawn inside gates with Joe Marrero. They're going to go forward, uh, further forward than they have been and I think runs better than the 40s it is at the moment. And Gay does win this race a lot and Butch Cassidy uh, was nice. Both runs down in Melbourne. Uh, I know it only broke through Mornington Maiden but it, it put them to bed 
very easily and was pretty good in the lead-up to that. So they're the other, other chances, but um, Cylinder clearly on top as well. Uh, as we get to one of the races of the uh, well, of the year so far, the TJ Smith Stakes, over 1,200 metres, wait for age group one. We've pretty much got a Cosi, uh, not a Kosciuszko, an Everest-level field here. And uh, how did you split these up? Are you with or against Nature Strip? I'm against Nature Strip. Um, I, I'm not against it. Um, I'm just not tipping it. Um, okay. It's obviously it's obviously a live chance, but um, I was a little bit concerned about that first up run. And we have seen that before from Nature Strip, and it has bounced back, but it's now eight years old. It's had trips um, to the UK. Um, you know, these these horses do eventually taper off. And, you know what um, I'm concerned about with Nature Strip as well is that um, – it hasn't trialed since. It's all been track gallop since it's six weeks. Generally, yes. they would send it back to the trial, and it feels to me like they're it. Uh, we don't really want to make a story out of this, but the horse might be gone. Yeah, I, I just yeah, and that's why you're getting five fifty, right? Yeah, well, exactly. Because um, last start, it's even money, um, if not shorter, and uh, now you're getting five dollars fifty. Such a class horse, and obviously the punters have a similar view, and. This race is full of some really good up-and-coming horses that are that are in good form and flying. Um, I've gone f- I've gone for Giga Kick um, purely off the back is I, I did like it um, first up and nothing in that run suggested to me that it won't run well again here. Uh, it was completely unsuited. The pace wasn't on. Um, it got well back on a track that was hard to make ground, but it still did. Um, extra 200, I think, is right up its alley. And for that reason, I just think um, it's potentially the best sprinter in this race, and this will tell us. Um, but there's plenty of other chances. Private Eye, I think, is um, probably the value in this race for me. Uh, it was a great run first up, and uh, it, it'll improve by that. It's got got the perfect draw to sit behind these as well. Um, I think getting a kick and Robert I will be making the, the big runs at the right time. Wow, it's getting scary now. Uh, I'm, I'm with you again. I've gone the Quinella, for, and they did run the Quinella and the Everest here. Uh, but that was a great run from Private This is Pri- almost an Everest field, right? It is an Everest field, exactly. Uh, but Private Eye was pinned to that outside fence uh, at Flemington, which is generally not the place to be, or inside fence, up the straight. And uh, did make pretty good ground along there. I think this would have been the target from the start. Uh, flies at the track, comes here, and has to run well. Uh, and Giga Kick, everyone, you know, everyone under the sun saw it first up. Hard to miss. I think it peaks here as well. And I have them as a Quinella. Uh, next best, I wish I win. Who was just too far back in the new market gets around a bend, uh, and we've seen goes pretty well going this way of going. So uh, I think they're the, the three key chances as well. So. As I said, getting scary. Now, we've both, we've both left out in secret. Are we just sort of thinking it's a better straight horse in this company? No. I think still a chance. I, think, I mean, it's still a chance. It's still a chance. The gate 12, I was a bit unsure about. Um, the, the straight run was, was was brilliant. Prior to that, I thought, you know, the runs were okay, but uh, this is this is top class around the bend at Ramwick. Um, it can win, but gate 12, I was just a bit unsure about, and I just think the others are slightly slightly more on top. We've got the uh, the next feature is the Doncaster Mile, the uh, Group 1 Handicap. Uh, as viewers know, one of my favourite races of the year, and uh, this is no exception. We know what we look for here, Beaver. We want wide gates. 
when we're getting into the race late, and uh, I'm pretty keen here. I'm keen. We alluded to a little bit earlier. I'm keen on Zugotcha. I think this is a great chance here. Uh, right draw. Every run has been great this prep and last prep. Uh, Going to flow into this race the right time from gate 13. No weight on its back. And uh, is going to be a very, very hard girl to keep out from Communist, who gets back to Randwick where it absolutely flies. And uh, Protagonist coming back from 2,000 metres to the Randwick Mile is usually a nice setup. I think all of the um, all of these three-year-olds are a nice a nice chance here. They're all drawn pretty well for a race like this. Uh, scared and interested in is Duke Decessa, who comes over from uh, comes International Horse coming here first start for the Mara and Eustace team. The trial was was very nice, but pretty keen. Uh, I'm going to get a nice chance here. I didn't mention that. What are you thinking? Yeah, look, um, some some great live chances here. Uh, really, really good field. I'm going to stick with Mr. Brightside, um, just on the basis that I think, again, I know you're, you're talking about the, the wide gates, but I think gate two here means it gets another perfect run here behind the speed last start. I mapped it last start, um, and I'm mapping it again this start to, to run perfectly well. It's got uh, it's got the best jock on top, Zach Purton, who's, who's flying, as we know, in the UK, uh, UK um, Hong Kong, and... Uh, I think it's going to be super hard to beat here. I do think Sugotcha is um, certainly a, a good value bet around the $10 mark. Um, it just keeps getting better with every start. It's been perfectly set for this. Third up um, wasn't fully tested last start. It's going to be super hard to beat. And then there was a few a few down there that I thought were smoky. So I did like the winner Bandersnatch last start. Um, it's got 51, gets in here with uh, no weight on its back. Um, and again, gate five is a beautiful draw here. It can run a, an almighty race at the 20s. Um, so I think they're super hard to beat. I struggled with Fangirl, um, gate 19. I think it just might get too far back, but uh, obviously has a powerful finish. And I just, again, I can't back Alligator Blood um, over the 1600 here at Randwick, where it's, again, it's best in the lead. And I don't see it leaving again. I think Gentleman Roy um, potentially brings it undone as well. Yeah, what else we got? Gentleman Roy Lindemann from... Interesting if Lindemann does go forward from out there. Pride of Jenny won't be far away. Converge, you know, there's plenty of pace as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you in terms of uh, talking about the blood. The ninth is the Australian Derby, 2,400 metre group one for the three-year-olds. And I am... I'm with the favourite. Uh, it's a nice horse, smart and sharp. Uh, sharp and smart, in fact. It's a brother. Uh, won the New Zealand Derby last time out and um, was put into the race early there and did well to hang on. I think comes here, best horse, uh, right connections, going to run well. From Manzois, who did beat it in the uh, Victorian Derby, blinkers go on today and a couple of trial runs for this. It's going to be ready to go here. And my own, for my own sanity, I'll throw in Suzero, who was just nabbed when I was on it at um, 60s last time out at the Valley. But uh, good race. Uh, a few extras I'll mention when I get to the quaddy. What are you thinking? Yeah, look, um, thinking that sharp, sharp and Smart just looks so classy. Yep. Um, it's drawn wide, but uh, look, when it was last here, it was... Um, it was the best horse going around over this over this distance, and um, 
nothing says it's it's gone backwards. Uh, if anything, its last couple of starts in New Zealand have said that uh, it continues to be uh, the best horse uh, in a field like this. So I think, um, yeah, couldn't see too many too many dangers to be honest, and looks like a really good bet. Beauty. The 1,200-metre PJ Bell Stakes for the Phillies at Group 3 level closes the show. How are you going to finish off? Yeah, look, uh, cracking cracking little race, actually. Um, look, April Ridge has come up pretty short. Um, it was a lot to like about last start, and when last in work, uh, obviously, was, was outstanding and flying. Um, so it handles all conditions. Uh, it's certainly the clear... Uh, hardest to beat, but I just went for a bit of value in Magic Time. Getting scary now, Beaver. Yeah, I just thought uh, its only starts have been excellent, and it's fresh here. Um, good, good win in, in its maiden, and then stepped out into listed company and uh, beat them pretty easily as well. So, if I'm hoping it was put out, hoping it's improved, and hoping it's ready to go. So I've got magic time on top, but super scared of April Ridge. Yep, on top for me too. I've uh, I liked its trials as well. Come back and jumped out in nice style. Was um, taking off ground as it was hitting the line. Lovely, uh, well, very well in its latest jump out. It's on top for me. Oprah Ridge was super impressive. I don't know if there was much guts to that race, but uh, it was it was impressive in the race and did win it well. And uh, yes, I'm going to make a last case for Ohio, who has been racing very well. Gets finally gets to Randwick where it can uh, flow into the race and hopefully finish off well. Uh, but uh, a nice bet to finish the card. I agree. The uh, championships quaddy. Let's have a look at this first leg. I'm going to go with three private eye. Six, I wish I win. Ten, Giga Kick. Thirteen, Passive Aggressive. Fifteen, In Secret. Next leg, five, Fangirl. Eleven, Nugget. Thirteen, Golden Mile. Fifteen, Hope in Your Heart. Sixteen, Zugotcha. Seventeen, Protagonist. Nineteen, Communist. Twenty, Linderman. Twenty-one, Osipenko. Next leg, one, Smart and Sharp. Two, Manzois. Six, Andalus, ten, Swazero, and home with one, Paracel, two, Opal Ridge, five, Magic Time, and eleven, Ohi. We've gone wide, but that should pay handsomely if we get a couple of splits there. What's your best in value for day one of the championships? My best bet comes up in race nine, number one, sharp and smart. I think um, it's going to be clearly the hardest to beat. And my value bet comes up in race Five, number four, I struggled to find one in the market I really wanted to stamp a best. So I'm going to make my best race eight, number 16, Zugotcha. And perhaps from there I reverse engineered that Glinter Silver has to run well early in the day. My value race 10, number five, Magic Time. Uh, very keen to watch everything unfold at Roundwick tomorrow. Uh, just a reminder, Beaver, you've got your 100 bucks to spend later if you haven't thought of that uh, as we get to Bendigo. <laughs> Uh, and that reaction tells me you probably haven't. So, no, all good, mate. Ready, <laughs> ready to rock and roll. Beauty. Uh, we've got uh, Bendigo on though first. We need to talk about Golden Mile Day there, where we are true and good. Track is will be in fine condition. It is and should play well. Nice long straight. You should all horses should get their chances there. We do sometimes get that inside rail being the place to be, but uh, I've treated it as fair for all intents and purposes here. 
and we kick off with a benchmark 100 over the 1400 metres. How are you going to start this card? Yeah, look, I'm going to start with the favourite, Elation. Uh, was scratched last start, but uh, looks ready for this. Uh, only given the one start last prep and put out uh, something wasn't right, but prior to that, uh, won, its, won its first three career starts. Um, this looks like a good way to start its preparation for me. On top for me as well, uh, This, if this comes back and it's at, a, and at his best, it will win and win well. Uh, this is a nice horse. Uh, main dangers, my whispering Imperial Lad. Uh, and big watch on floating artist who well, we both have an opinion of, uh, but 18 months off. Uh, but did trial really well. So interested to see it back at the races and where it's headed. Maybe maybe a winter carnival, carnival cameo or similar there for it. The second is a 1300 metre benchmark 72. Uh, where, oh, benchmark 70, in fact. Where. Look, Tripodi was... I've looked at the Adelaide lead-up to this, and Tripodi was the best finisher in that. I think the distance suits here. But I'm going to make a case for King Coover here, that uh, who has trialled up well for Greg Urell. Uh, last two wins were quite nice. Might be a wet tracker, but um, has done it pretty easy in both jump-outs and it's an each-way price. I think that's why I'm going to play the race here predominantly. What are you thinking? Look, I'm going for um, number 19 down in the... The numbers, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, gentility, uh, resuming here from the Moody Stable. Um, just, just thought a couple. It's last preparation. The runs weren't too bad. It finished not far behind a horse like my Yankee Girl, and um, that's not a bad run. And then was put out again. But uh, the preparation before, one out was was well tried and one it's made really easily. So I'm, I'm thinking it, it can. Uh, Run well, really fresh here in a really, really open race. It's um, yeah, a, a tough, tough race, but obviously one with a lot of lot of chances here. I also thought um, the the two elite icon from the McAvoy stable has been ultra consistent at the moment, uh, coming over from Adelaide, but um, back from Adelaide, but it had ran really nicely in Melbourne prior to that. I think he can run well um, from the gate, but uh, just looking for a bit of value there. Beauty the. Uh... Two-year-old Gold Rush comes up next, thousand metres, and I initially didn't think I'd uh, I'd be staying away from this race. But uh, having been through it all, Croatian Bell looks almost a good thing here. Uh, loved what it did last prep, had an issue when it went up to the Gold Coast. Jump outs have been fantastic for this, and I think it's going to be very hard to beat. From She's or Shenanigans, who sat outside lead in a listed race last time out. And down the bottom, uh, what have we got here? Elphinstone has jumped out quite well for a stable that know how to get their two-year-olds to target races, but I think Croatian Bell's a great bet here. Yeah, I think the same as well. Um, it showed it was had uh, class written all over it at the last preparation and uh, up until it's... it's um, Reasonable run at, at Gold Coast um, in, a, in a pretty good race there. Showed that it's, uh, it was the best one of the best horses going around at, in Melbourne at the two-year-old level. So I think it can run well here and uh, back for its second preparation. Uh, looks clear on top um, to beat these. Probably the only danger is potentially the um, unraced one in Elphinstone. The fourth is a 2,400-metre benchmark 84. What have you made of this? A lot of... Oh, made up largely of jumpers resuming. Uh, what are you thinking here? Yeah, that's the, that looks the case here. Um, 
pretty tricky race here. Um, but I thought probably just came back to the, the Paddy Payne train, Sing for Peace favourite. Um, it was a good win last start. It ran over the top of Teofilo Star, um, who's got a little bit of ability. Um, this is a horse on the way up. It's only had the five career starts for three wins. And I think um, the extra 400 metres really suits here. Paddy Payne has these stayers flying and, um, yeah, clear on top for me. I'm forgiving uh, Wahini Toa's last time out. Had to do a heap of work there at Sandown. And I think it just comes back to this race where it gets a, a pretty soft run here and not a lot of other chances realistically. So give it another chance around $8.50 mark. Uh, you mentioned Sing for Peace. And the more I've thought about it, uh, these Sydney horses keep coming down. We saw it again. A couple come out and win easily at Sandown. Uh, Kaboche pops into this race, which is a bit of a nothing happening race and probably runs well. So uh, three key chances again there uh, in that order. The fifth is the gold bracelet for the mares, four-year-old and up. Small but uh, tricky little field. I don't think there's much pace here, and I think Bell Plessis has the best turn of foot, which is why I've got it on top. Trolls were quite nice, and um, I think can resume in nice enough fashion here. Uh, from Shohai, who was keen on, on Wednesday, has been saved for this, was a nice resumption. Again, Sydney form, and uh, again has a nice turn of foot. About 10 bucks. I'm going to make the main danger, but uh, probably nothing here would surprise me. What are you thinking? I've gone for Foxy Frieda yeah. um, to run well here first up. Um, Generally doesn't run a bad race and uh, goes the right first up. This distance suits and this track and distance suits. So it's run well here before. Um, most of its racing has been sort of group two, group three listed company. Um, so I think this is, is well up to the mark. Obviously, 1400 probably be looking for further in the campaign. But first up could be fresh enough. And um, I think it can run on well here and uh, give it an almighty shake. The six is the 2,200-metre St. Ledger trial for the three-year-olds. Uh, and we've got a good thing coming up here. Queen Air will win this race. It's coming to This is coming back to almost a bush race. I uh, love the fact it took off early last time, ran away and was impressive. Um, every run in this prep's been good apart from missing a start at Flemington. It's a much better horse than this, I assume. It might be headed down to the Oaks next week. I'm not sure. I don't know where else it would go. But uh, talented horse. In an average field, uh, don't even mention the weight beaver because it'll lap them. What are you thinking, though? Same, same. It will lap them here. Um, way too good for these. These are a pretty average lot. Um, and I agree. I think $2 is a good price. It's clear on top pick for me here and uh, can't see it getting beat. Beauty. The seventh is the Bendigo Guineas, feature, well, one of the features on the card, and a pretty good little race. Uh, what do you make of it? Yeah, it is a pretty good little race here. Um, but I thought uh, the two the two uh, favourite in the market probably hold the key, and that's Marble Arch and Is It Me. I've gone for Is It Me. Um, I, I liked the first up run. I thought it was really good. Uh, sort of got back in the field a little bit and got a little bit muddled up. Um, but I think here, uh, gate 12 means it can get into the running line somewhere here. Uh, as long as Declan Bates uh, does that, I think it's the horse to beat. And I, I really like the $5, I think, uh, on top pick for me. Um, 
And a couple sort of that I think can run well at odds is number 10, Sorrel Rising, and number 16, Running By. I think both of those have got a sneaky chance. But there's, there's, a, there's a few in the market here that have, have previously had good form or longer odds that uh, can also run well. You, you know, you've got Walsam By, King's Consort. That was a good Crunch, run, Waltz on By. Thanks, Ryan. Last What's that? Waltz on By was good last start. Yeah, very good. Absolutely. It was only two lengths off Parasol yeah. in a group three. Um, so I, I just, I wouldn't let some of these horses get under your guard that are that are down sort of, you know, you're going to get 20s well, some by King's Consort, you know. It was racing in group races last prep and, uh, you know, it was well in the market in some of those races against some good quality horses. It can run well first up and um, even even Queen Try um, sort of won and then got put out. First run back was a bit... Bit disappointing, but it was behind what you need, and what you need uh, is yeah, could be a could be something special. So um, yeah, there's a few around twenties here that I wouldn't rule out. But I've got is it me on top? I think this is a progressive horse, and uh, like what it's done so far. Yeah, classic gate of gate one being against it. Is it me last time out? If it uh, if it draws yeah. out, it it wins the race. Uh, I've got it on top two, uh, and you've mentioned a few others. Like I said, you've mentioned Waltz on by. Uh, Bella, my Bella May, I've got a question mark over 1,400 metres, but it sat outside lead on a pretty good pace here at the Valley and uh, gets a softer set up here. And Elkington Road comes back from, it might be a bit wet tracker, but comes back from a mile where it just sort of peaked on the run there. Back to 1,400 metres, it just missed in the finish with Elliptical and Co. And another one at 12 bucks, I'll be throwing into to my exotics. So keen to watch a race. Uh, interesting, we both end up with the same horse and, and even some of the same roughies because uh, I agree with what you said about what's on by as well. Uh, the feature is the mile uh, listed, a uh, golden mile listed race, uh, where I feel we might be in step here because Munamik was saved from Sydney last week. We were keen and just comes to a lovely race uh, to get a lovely run and to hopefully get a lovely win. It should uh, be very hard to beat here, Munamik, uh, and uh, should win this if it turns up, as, as we said last week. It, it probably should have won its last four, just about. And. Um, on top, clearly, uh, the other chances I sort of looked at were Inspirational Girl, Just Folk, and uh, Diagula, who uh, back to dry will suit there. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think you're right. I think Mornamark is uh, clear on top pick here. Look, it's just flying at the moment. Gate six uh, looks ideal. I just uh, think everything lines up uh, perfectly for it again, and I just think it's going to be super, super, super hard to beat. Um, so it's my on-top pick, um, as you say, and I think, um, you know, a horse like Quality Time uh, was a good run first up behind Mullamek, and I think it can run in and uh, run the Nella. Beauty, and we finish off with uh, a crazy old sprint race to finish the day over the 1,100 metres. Uh, I'm going to make a case for a couple at a price. Uh, first one is Boy in at Sea, who I probably wanted to see a bit more in the trial, but it was fine enough. Group 3 winner from New Zealand, uh, started short in all those races and won them pretty well, all the replays I watched. So on top from me here at around 15 bucks, going to have a spec on it. And Starry Legend uh, pulled up with Cardiac Arrhythmia last time out, now gets uh, a bit of a softer run there. And just before that was only, only missed behind Star Patrol and... Uh, on the lead, who would both be obviously very live chances here. So looking at those two as the main hopes 
And uh, Mama Reagan does improve back around a bend too, I feel. So uh, I feel like you might even mention that when you get there. But what do you think of this race? Yeah, look, uh, again, this is uh, it's a super tricky race. I do think um, Mama, Mama Reagan uh, does... Uh, provide a really good chance here. I mean, second, two starts back, um, probably should have beat Unflinching, and Unflinching came out after that and won with a leg in the uh, last start. And then Flemington probably didn't have the best of luck there. Um, I think the, the 1100 suits it more here. And if you forgive that run, I think it's up to its eyeballs in this. The one concern is like it has only one two from 23. Um, which sometimes does concern me, but I thought around the $9.50 it uh, presented good value here because outside of the, the favourite, um, there's plenty of value here. The other one I thought that you could uh, spec is uh, number nine, resuming, do your punk. Um, it was pretty good last preparation until um, its last the last start at Sandown failure, but prior to that was pretty good. Um, this is, this is a pretty open race to, to resume in. So I went for the 13, just speaking for giving last run and think it can run well. Uh, I know you mentioned the strike rate, but that was uh, in group races under David Payne. I'm just treating it as a right. different horse. If uh, Nick Ryan, it's it's in three starts, it's 1-1, should have won another, and um, you forget last time. Yep. So, yeah, that's same, same for me. I thought $10 was a good price. Yep, definitely. Uh, beautiful. Interested to get your quaddy. Yes, my quaddy, which starts in race six. Um, I'm going to go um, race first leg, race six, number one, Queen Air, and number 11, Promises Kept, just going skinny there. Um, in the second leg, I'm going number two, Meredith, number six, Marble Arch, number eight, Walsam By, number 10, Sorrel Rising, and number 12, Is It Me? In the third leg, race eight, I'm going number five, Munamek, number six, Visionary, number nine, Here to Shock, and number 11, Quality Time. And to finish off the day, I'm going number five, my numero uno, number six, Starry Legend, number eight, Bill the Boxer, number nine, Do Your Punk, and number 13, Memorogram. Lovely. What's your best in value for progroupracing.com.au? My value is race nine, number 13, Memorogram, and my best bet is race six, number one, Queen Air. My best is also race six, number one, Queen Air, and my value, uh, well, I think there's plenty of value in the guineas, but we'll go race seven, number three, Elkington Road, at the double figures there. Uh, what have we got in Queensland? Queensland. We've got a few in Queensland, but mostly late in the day. Um, I've come up with race seven, number 11, Spirit Queen. Race eight, number six, Manhood. Best of the day there. And then in the last race, race nine, number nine, Tenzig. So I'm going the last three favourites in Durban, so uh, good luck there. Beautiful. A couple from around Australia just to throw in where you need to. Race 7, number 1, Philonise bounces back, I think, tomorrow. And race 8, number 11, Amelia's Jewel resumes at Ascot. Good stuff, mate. Well done. Oh, you got got 100 bucks to spend. That's right. Uh, what have you got yeah. for your bank builder? We, uh, we returned uh, 266 last week. 
with a couple of nice wins. Nice one. So that's not bad. Yeah, that's re- that's very good. Uh, on fire there, mate. Um, look, I'm going to go race nine, number one, sharp and smart. I'm going to have $75 on it. Yep. And then at Ramwick, I'm going to have race six, number one, cylinder, uh, all into race eight, number two, Mr. Brightside for $25. Beautiful, which should give us around. Uh, what's the all up here giving you think us? about three hundred if you get that one. Yep, and so it's uh, thirteen dollars fifty at the moment. Two fifty, close to yep, ish. about fourteen bucks. Yep, yep, yeah, lovely. Sounds good to me, Beaver. Thank you. Good job. We'll be back, punters, next Wednesday to look at midweek racing and then day two of the championships next week. Uh, enjoy tomorrow. It's uh, one of the big days on the card. Looking forward to getting into it all and then talking about it next week. Take it easy, guys, and we'll talk soon.